All right, what's going on, everybody? Kofuzi here. It's Trivia Tuesday. Something I'm going to give a try today. It is May, what day is it? May 12th, Tuesday, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, local time. Uh, I thought that, you know, it'd be good to have some kind of different topics or at least some sort of construct to give some structure to some of these, even though we're all just kind of hanging out and just chatting. So today I thought I'd go with, I wanted to go with something alliterative, you know, Monday mukbang, something Tuesday that's not tacos because that's definitely been done. Um, so I thought I'd go with Trivia Tuesday. So we'll try that, see how we like Trivia Tuesday. Uh, I'm, I'm not like a bar trivia kind of person. I don't have a ton of experience with that. So we'll see how good of a trivia master I am. I'm not sure. I've done it only one other time before where I've been the one asking questions um, early on and kind of when everything was kind of changing. Uh, I was on... Um, uh, Claire, Ginger Runners, Wild Ginger Runners, um, like it was her like happy hour on a Friday evening and I was asking questions and so I did that and I thought that was pretty fun and I felt like, you know, as much as like people were giving good answers, I also really appreciate wrong answers and I think funny wrong answers are the best kind. So I'm definitely encouraging that. There's no point system. There's no prize. It's just we're just getting together talking. Today's theme is going to be about pizza. So um I have a couple of questions ready, but as always, if you guys have questions about running or if you guys don't want to do trivia questions at all today and just want to ask questions, that's what I'm here for. So it's like, that's the whole point of like making these live streams so that they can be interactive. I want to make it fun for the, those of you who are actually here and participating live. So we can go with that. Um, let's see who else we got in here. We got Carlos Sejas, Dave saying pizza Q, <laughs> Josh Payne's in here. Um, we got Austin Allison, um, she said, don't let anything too exciting happen. She's got to go check on, uh, he's, he's got to go check on dinner. Awesome. Uh, Terrence, who we got the foam roller ready. I know a lot of you guys are using this time to do some foam rolling. Uh, I think that's a great way to spend time doing this as well. So um, here we go. Uh, JC8049 says, here on a great day in Texas, and he likes pizza. Perfect. You're in the right spot. So I think just for today, we'll talk about, uh, I'll just throw these questions out kind of like periodically random throughout. And then like in between, we'll talk about comments and see how you guys are doing. So the questions aren't meant to be too hard because I recently participated in a Star Wars themed trivia uh, with some of my family and uh, it was so, all the questions were super hard. Um, and like we got like three questions right out of like 30 and I was like, whoa, that's not fun. Um, and today I only have, I have five questions and a bonus. So um, not a ton of questions, but I'm keeping them. Some of them are harder than others and we'll see. Um, so the first question is going to be, and remember, no prizes, no bonuses, no, uh, no points. Um, but wrong answers are also uh, uh, permitted and encouraged. But the first is going to be, what city was pizza invented? So we'll do that. And while you guys are getting some answers in, I'm going to answer a question here. Uh, a comment from Guillermo Munoz. He said, Hi, Kofus, yesterday I asked you about half marathon shoes. So I suggested the Beacon 2 and you gave me recommendations. Um, ADs SL20 are on the way for 64 bucks. My wife may still kill me. Thoughts? Um, let her know that you got the shoe for like half off and it's a fantastic shoe and it's just an absolute bargain at that price. I think the SL20 is perfectly suited for half marathon racing and training for distances up to that length, especially if you're going to go harder. So um, the way I see it is running, uh, even when you're doing it the way I do it, running is still cheaper than golf. Um, takes less time away from your family than watching football or basketball or baseball on TV. And for running, except for maybe a handful of times a year, I'm not going to tell my wife, uh, hey, I got to go and sit at a bar and drink beers and watch this sporting event for a couple hours at a time. So 
feel like on the over-under, there's many worse things that you could be doing with your time. And, uh, you know, it's good for you. Running's good for you. So that was, those are my thoughts. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got for answers here in terms of the city that invented pizza. Um, Josh Bain says, no idea. Somewhere in Italy, the leaning tower of... <laughs> I think he's making a... a, a a pizza pun, which very good. Florence is an answer here from JC8499. But the answer that I'm looking for is Naples. Uh, Giuseppe Angelucci says Mama's Kitchen. With a name like that, that also could be right. So I'm not going to um, say that's wrong. Um, but Brett Reed says Truck Stop in Deer Lake, Indiana. Uh, that's pretty funny. I will say, though, I mean, I think there's many like different calibers of pizza. And I think of gas station pizza... I do think that Casey's does the best job uh, of all like the truck stop, gas station, like uh, places that aren't like actual restaurants. I do think that Casey's uh, is the best, especially the breakfast pizza. Um, but the answer I was looking for is Naples. Terrence Huey says, we were supposed to go to Napoli in April this year, but you know what happened. Yeah, sorry to sorry to hear that. Kiefer Vacation says, Chicago pizza is not real pizza. I will agree with you on that because I'm not from here and I don't have any sort of affiliation to the um to that style jh lee says is a pizza mukbang day haha there will be for sure but like there's kind of two ways that you could do the pizza mukbang i can go and get a whole bunch of different kinds of pizza from chicago i suppose i can still do that get a, a variety of styles that are available in chicago um of of styles that claim that they are chicago pizzas and show you how varied it is and how there really isn't a such thing as a chicago style um, or I, I wanted to do, I'd rather like do a, um, like a frozen pizza. It's like something that's like really widely available, um, and do that kind of like a taste test. What was it? It was on Parks and Rec. One, that one guy had his like YouTube, fake YouTube channel, YouTube channel where he would like taste test like, like Tostitos and like different kinds of chips. Yeah, pretty much that. Um, I, you know, I used to have there, I have a series of video on different kinds of ramen noodles. I think they're still on the channel somewhere. There might even be a ramen playlist on this channel still. <laughs> uh, Vince C says, trivia and running. There is no better place. Awesome. Glad you like it. Um, Cody Davis says, Gino's East likes the Chicago style. And he, think, he and George Hernandez says, believes deep dish was invented in Chicago. Um, I think that deep dish probably was invented in Chicago. I, I do think that it's a very Chicago... Um, like it, it, it rings of Chicago, very, very certainly true. Um, like my mom will kind of say that my mom has kind of said it in a different way. My mom's here, so I don't want to say it too bad. So you guys don't harangue her too bad. But my mom and I kind of agree that the food in Chicago is kind of like uh, sh sweeter. There's more sugar, fat and salt in everything in Chicago. And I think it's I, I like to say it's because uh, people are hardier here because it has to be because the winters are so hard. Um, but like if you think about chicago deep dish pizza that's kind of it um so anyway that's my thought on chicago pizza i if i grew up eating it i think i might like it more than i do right now i call it, i i like to make fun of it as saying that it is more of a um um pizza flavored casserole it's, i think the most accurate culinary description of deep dish pizza <laughs> let's see um shannon side says st louis in here emo's arna um, I'm, I'm a nay on, on emos, but I'm not from St. Louis. I think if you're from St. Louis, you like it. Most people do. Uh, <laughs> uh but I, I don't, <laughs> I never really, I, I mean, I would eat it, but the only time I ever got emos was very, very, very late at night. 
And so, of course, you know, you kind of eat anything in that situation. <laughs> Mark Trujillo says, uh, listen to the morning version on Instagram during his morning runs and wanted to mention that intensity of massage guns can also be ingested by bearing the angle of foam head to your body. Oh, that's an interesting point. This morning we were talking about um, massage guns. Someone was asking me if I like, like the Theraguns or what is it? Hyper Ice. And that brand, for example, for um, as a side note, Hyper Ice is what it's called. But every time I see it, it's all just one word. And I keep thinking it's called Hype Rice. And I keep thinking that it's a food and not a massage therapy gun, but it's called Hyper Ice. Um, but they don't put a space in there or change the, it's not like Camel Case where the, the different words are capitalized. But anyway, um, I, I worry about those things because um, it's hard to modulate intensity, but uh, Mark Trujillo says you can modulate intensity by changing the angle, which makes sense. It makes sense. Um, but I feel like I would get that wrong. I'm just kind of scared of those. I just feel like they're too intense for me. I'm also just scared of deep tissue massage generally. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, AJ Munn says hype rice. I, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Hype rice. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to run fast, you need carbs, eat hype rice. I think that could be a pretty fun April Fool's Day product, um, like a product launch. I think maybe my next April Fool's video. I mean, I know it's, a, it's 11 months away, so it's a long play at this point, but um, hype rice. I like that idea. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the second question. Um, Piggybacking off the uh, reference to Napoli and Naples pizza, how quickly must a traditional ne Neapolitan or a traditional like classic pizza be cooked? How quickly? Sorry, if you hear that in the background, the baby is listening. <laughs> she's she's watching iPad videos with her headphones on, and she's three. And you know, like when when kids are three years old and they have headphones on, they can't tell how loud their voice is. So she's singing real loud along with the music of the iPad. So she's loving it and she's belting out. So if you hear that, that's what it is. Well, we got, we got answers all over the board. The best one so far, Brett Reed is, um, in terms of answering how fast does uh, a, a Neapolitan pizza have to be cooked? Um, he says pre-COVID or post-COVID. <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, we got answers all the way from, let's see, Lewis Cameron saying seven minutes, John Bryan three, Terrence Huey saying two, JC8089 coming in with one minute. I think that's the closest that we're gonna get. Um, my research says like, according to the official council in Naples, it has to be 60 to 90 seconds. So like there's a specific uh, regulation for temperature, um, but also like temperature and time are gonna be related. Uh, in terms of the cook time, but it's supposed to be 60 to 90 seconds at a temperature of about like anywhere like 800 to 900 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what the Celsius uh, conversion is on that, but super hot and um, super quick too. But like, yeah, 60 to 90 seconds. I think that the rationale for that is when you cook it that quickly, um, it uh, it's perfect for like the consistency of pizza dough. Oh, five, Nico Di Simone says 500 degrees Celsius. Uh, and with an Italian sounding name like that, I'm gonna definitely agree and take that conversion at face value. Um, but I think the, the idea is that it's so hot that it um, cooks the outside of the crust uh, and the bread at the right like speed for it to get that crusty outside, but like the doughy on the inside. So yeah, my, my, Lee Wilson says, my oven doesn't go that high. No one's oven goes that high. That's why like everyone that's like, oh, I make the best at home pizza. I'm like, 
you probably make good at-home pizza. I make good at-home pizza, but no one makes like good pizza at home. That's kind of how I feel about it. CV, CV76 says, I cook by feel. I'm, I don't know. If, I think that's a running joke. Um, <laughs> um, if that's a running joke, that's a pretty, really clever running joke. I think that's funny. <laughs> um, Cody Davis says, you know, you could put it on self-clean. It does get that high. I'm not sure if it gets like 900 degrees high, but I've seen people, I've heard of stories about people like they will like disable the lock because there's like a mechanism that prevents people from being able to like open or like um like a, a, an oven if it's in a self-cleaning mode um so basically like self-cleaning modes the oven just burns everything off that's on the inside and then you like wipe it out with like super high heat but it also like locks it so no one can open it because it's way too hot so hot that it'd like hurt you and so like i think people can like shave off the latches or something like that and so that if people have done that I, i'm not willing to do that um not when i live in a high-rise in a, in a city that is as afraid of fire as chicago is i mean you know like acceptably so we had the great fire here so like i can understand why like people are very concerned about fires in this town we have a history of it but um yeah so like i usually cook mine at 500 degrees uh we have a convection oven and the 500 degrees for convection takes me about seven minutes sometimes eight um depending on toppings to get um a good color on the top but i never get quite the um crisp on the bottom that i want unless I have a meat topping and then like for example if i put like a good pepperoni on the pizza which i don't do anymore because we don't need meat anymore well we'll have like fish at home um but like when back when we used to eat pepperoni the oil that comes off of the pepperoni would get into the crust and get like underneath permeate the, the dough and then get like underneath and that would as the pan was hot cook the oil and spread and the oil con conducts the heat and that would make for a really beautiful crust, even at a home, in a home oven at 500 degrees. And so that was really nice. Um, but now, you know, we don't cook with pepperoni anymore. So the crusts aren't as good. So we have a, like I, yesterday we had pizza for dinner. I made pizza at home using the, um, we bought special pizza dough, a uh, pizza flour. Um, and uh, that's been really delicious. And I made a little bit thicker of a crust than I normally do. My wife was like, is this delivery or DiGiorno? Because it was like kind of that thickness and I usually don't like it that thick. But it made for a really nice, like chewy, pleasant crust. And I was like, if I could just get the bottom cooked to the right temperature or hot enough um, without burning the top, that'd be a really satisfying home pizza. So I did order a pizza stone. So we're gonna play around with that. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, yeah, Lee Wilson says, yeah, if you put it on self-clean, it's locked for 30 minutes. You gotta like, you gotta like break the factory warranty to make it to, to cook with a pizza on self-clean. The other thing that I've tried is, before is using a cast iron skillet. And um, we have a, an electric range with the glass top now, so we can't use our cast iron skillet anymore. But when we had a gas stove years ago, um, what I would do is I would just heat the iron skillet till it got really hot and then put it under, upside down in the oven and then put the pizza on top of that. And that would get kind of like using a pizza stone, but like, like with a pizza stone, you gotta preheat the oven for like 45 minutes. It's crazy um so i just felt like it was not a very energy efficient way to eat pizza but um it made for a good pizza but it was really finicky because the the bottom of a, a cast iron skillet it's not very big and so like you got to keep like you make a pizza then you put it back on the oven and you make another pizza it was a lot of effort so i'm like a quantity slash quality guy like with my coffee for example you know so 
that was too much work for me. Uh, Lewis Cameron says, cook it on the grill outside. Self-clean will lock your oven. I've tried cooking it on the grill outside, and um, that is one of my favorite ways to eat pizza. Uh, it's quite delicious. I don't mind if it gets a little bit charred on it, um, but I'm okay with that. My wife hates stuff that's burned, so and I tend to burn the, the dough. Um, but it's uh, I usually like par-bake or par-grill the pizza dough when I use a grill, and then put the toppings on and then just use like the the heat of the grill to like cook the toppings on it's pretty tasty kefir vacation says speaking of not eating meat you should try impossible meat burger sometime i do eat those somewhat not regularly but like uh i do have those um I've, i like beyond like, in chicago we have available to us beyond burgers and impossible burgers both are pretty tasty um so i, be, I go to epic burger from time to time and they have i think they have impossible burgers there and then where do I go that had, oh, uh, it was Qdoba has the impossible burrito, which is pretty tasty. So they use the impossible meat as crumbles. And I think as crumbles is the best uh, application for like the fake meat. So like in a chili in a taco and a burrito, delicious or a nachos, it's pretty good. Um, but the impossible burgers are pretty good too. I'm always really impressed with impossible and uh, beyond. It's amazing. I don't like, I think those are really great transitional foods uh, for a lot of people. And I like to have them as treats every once in a while. Um, but I try not to eat them too much. Um, no, no, just because it's expensive. That's the main reason. Um, Nico DiSimone says, also an important part, uh, important, the power of flour. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, I think uh, under the ne ne Neapolitan rules, it has to be zero flour or double zero. Um, flour like is a specific uh, milling size and I also think that the grains have to be from the region in order to be like considered Nepal classic Neapolitan style pizza um, you know I clearly don't have access to those kinds of grains here or I guess maybe I would I, maybe I could get them imported um, but uh, the pizza flour that I've been getting is mild, milled really fine which has been interesting to work with um, yeah, Guillermo Munoz says uses a double zero. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Dave Phillips says cook the dough alone for a few minutes. I played around with that a couple of times too in order to get a little bit more of a, uh, a crust on my pizza. But it ends up being more crackery than it is like the crisp of like, you need the hot surface, I feel like, on the bottom to really get it to be right. Um, and maybe at this point I'm just splitting hairs. But like, I mean, I'm also doing a YouTube live stream trivia about pizza, so... I'm ready to be there to split hair when it comes to making pizzas, I guess. <laughs> Bill Orman with the comment of the day. DiGiorno is good, but they charge a hype rice, in my opinion. <laughs> That's such a terrible pun. <laughs> but well played, Bill. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Points for that, for sure. <laughs> Austin Allison says pizza stone and the grill has worked for me when it wants crispy bottom. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that and I, I've never tried a pizza stone on the grill before. We have a common area on our rooftop and um, so I can't like leave a pizza stone up there. But I, I don't even know if the grills are like open or on, you know, because it would be about this time of year where they start, you know, the building would start put, supplying them with gas. And um, so I don't know if they've done that given like everything that's going on. Um, see, Guillermo Munoz has a stone from Emily Henry. I've never heard of that. Cool. Luis Becerra says, oh, man, you talk about pizza. I don't get my lunch break until 3 p.m. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, 
Yeah, Austin Allison is managing dinner and waiting for dinner to finish cooking. And I'm talking about pizza and it's killing people. You know, like it's been a popular subject. I felt like for the first Trivia Tuesday, I felt like it was like, what better topic for us to have? Because we end up talking about pizza here a lot, it seems. <laughs> um, Carlos Sejas asks, have I tried the Impossible Whopper? I haven't tried that one. I've tried a, like a lot of the um, fast food uh, Impossible burgers. And um, I'd like to try the Impossible Whopper and also, I, have I had that? I want to say that I have had it though. Maybe I have, I think I have. The other one that I really want to try though is the White Castle one. White Castle has one too, which just, just blows my mind. But um, I think that's amazing. All right. Um, Cody Davis says, people unwilling to break the latch on an oven to cook pizza is heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, fair enough, fair enough. Um, that's just how, that's like my limit. How, I mean, I think if I lived by myself and maybe not in a, in a, a structure that has so many shared walls, maybe I'd be more willing to do it. But, um, you know, I live in a common, not a common space, but like, you know, there's a lot of people around, so I got to be a little careful. <laughs> um, Cody Davis uses double zero flour and he makes pasta as well. You know, I never made pasta with double zero flour. I used to, before kids were, were born, we used to uh, make our own pasta all the time and I loved it so delicious um but i never used double zero flour i never got like that into it um steve whitney says steve whitey says ate a whole pizza for lunch and hope my run tonight would burn off the calories sadly only half <laughs> tom ak says 3 15 p.m ran home for co's pizza awesome <laughs> all right with that let's get to the next question all right question number three for the day pizza theme for trivia tuesday is what pizza mega chain has prominent product placement in two movies, Wayne's World and Spaceballs. Yeah, and not a daily double, Steve, Stevie, but um, it's a, a question number three, which uh, there'll be a bonus. So the bonus question will be there. Again, no prize for the bonus, but, you know, it'll be a bonus. Um, so what pizza mega chain has provident product placement in the two movies, Wayne's World and uh, Spaceballs? Spaceballs, by the way, I feel like is... Um, other than, I mean, I haven't seen, what is it, the movie that everyone keeps saying is, like, exactly, like, what's going on now? Is it Idiocracy? Something like that. It was, like, uh, one of those movies. Um, the other movie that I think is um, really poignant for right now is Spaceballs. Because remember, in Spaceballs, um, the whole premise of the movie is that everyone's running out of air. And so, like, um, in that movie, the president of uh, that one planet that the princess is from is... Uh, telling everyone that like there is no air shortage we're, we're we're doing fine on air we're fine on air like don't worry and then as soon as like his press conference is over he opens a drawer in his desk and it's filled with cans of perrier remember that i just feel like there's a lot of si symbolism I'm, or similarities i'm seeing all right we got a lot of answers here the answers are basically Domino's or Pizza Hut. And yes, the answer is the Jew Arnold Allen is asked, the Jewish princess. That's right. Druidia is the planet that was running out of air or they were worried about their air supply. Um, but yes, Pizza the Hut. Pizza Hut is the answer for that one. Because um, Pizza the Hut was the Jabba the Hut like spoof. And um, I was doing some research on that. And they said that they made his costume with pancake batter is how they got like that stuff. Um, and uh, barf, David Phillips says pizza, the butt was basically a pile of barf. Not barf, not in here. This is a Mercedes. Um, no, barf, Bartholomew, half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. Um, but that pizza, the hot costume was made out of pancake batter. 
um, well, I'm assuming other things too, but like the goopy stuff was pancake batter, but they said it was real um, pepperoni that they used to um, make that costume. And you know what? I remember growing up, for whatever reason, like Spaceballs never had a sequel, but me and my friends were all convinced that there was going to be a Spaceball sequel. And we always talked about it like, oh man, I can't, we talked about it. Like people talk about like Marvel movies now, how like, you know, how there's like the calendar and they've like got it mapped out for the next six years. Like how there's gonna be like two Marvel movies a year or whatever. Um, I think that like we, me and my friends used to talk about Spaceballs and that we were certain that the next movies to Spaceballs was gonna be Spaceballs 3, The Search for Two. Does anyone else remember that at all? Or did me and my friends just make that up? Like where did we get, I don't know where we got that from. I've never heard anyone else reference a Spaceball sequel before, but like I really wanted to have a Spaceball sequel. And I felt like once we got the second trilogy, the time was ripe especially with like how much everyone didn't like Phantom Menace and Jar Jar Binks and everything. I felt like, you know, we're, we really need another Spaceball spoof movie, but we never got one. So I was disappointed. I would still love to see Spaceballs 3, The Search for Two. <laughs> um, let's see. Dan uh, <laughs> Rodriguez says Gino's East. <laughs> He's thinks Gino's East was in both movies. In Wayne's world, remember it was when um, Wayne and Garth were talking about how they weren't going to sell out, and um, they uh, were like, uh, like they had a table of stuff, and the table was just all sponsors, and like he was trying to talk about how he's not going to sell out, and he's opening a, bo a box of like Pizza Hut and like taking a delicious bite. So that that was that part of that movie that I thought was really funny. Um, Austin Allison said there was a joke in the movie that there was going to be a sequel. But was there a, like, did they call, did they have a name for it? I mean, I know they talked about all the merchandising and stuff, but like, did they, talk, did they give it, where did I get the name Spaceballs 3, The Search for Two? Matthew Wenzel says Rick Moranis didn't want to do a sequel. Rick Moranis was for a very long time my favorite actor because he was in some of my favorite, my favorite movies, like growing up were Spaceballs and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and uh, It's Progeny. Um, the progeny, were, the, the other movies weren't as good, but like, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was a really good movie. And I had so much fun with that one. It was just such a great adventure movie. I, li I really liked it. Um, <laughs> Michael Sessler says, whether you do or do not like pizza, this is a pretty entertaining stream. <laughs> I'm glad you guys like it. Um, ben says, Spaceballs 2, The Search for More Money. That's a good title too. That could be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to question number four. It's not nearly as funny, but it, it brings us back to the same period of time. Um, what was the name? Because a lot of people were saying Domino's for the last one. Uh, and the answer was Pizza Hut. But for this one, um, I guess if you're younger, you probably have no idea what Spaceballs is or like maybe you don't even know what Wayne's World is if you're younger. Do people know what Wayne's I mean, people know what like um, like Billy Madison and like, um, like those movies because they were on MTV like on repeat all the time for a while. But people do, do people know Wayne's World? I don't know. Um, so the question number four is, what was the name of the Domino's mascot in the 90s? I guess it was in the 80s too, but in the 90s it got huge. There was like a video game. I think there were multiple video games. There was a cartoon. It was crazy. It was everywhere. Everyone remember that? Um, and as Dunbar says, my friend literally fell off his seat in the cinema watching Wayne's World. Wayne's World was like... Um, like it, that was like a cultural touchstone for me and my friends because we were at like just the right high school age for that for that movie and like um yeah su such a funny movie and then 
uh, I thought that Aurora, Illinois was such like a weird, fantastic place growing up in New Jersey. And I lived in New Jersey when I saw that movie. And then I drove through Aurora, Illinois sometime in like the early 2000s, I think, maybe the late 90s. And I was just like, okay, this is Aurora, Illinois. All right. Where's that like hot, where's that car spear with all the cars on it? I didn't find, I never found it. Not that I like drove around for it, but anyway. Um, <laughs> DJM runs, whatever happened to Steve, Steve Gutenberg, I think that, um, you know, with the collapse of the stonecutter, Steve Gutenberg was no longer a star. I think that's what happened. George Zhang says, I have no clue what Spaceballs or Hawaii's world is. <laughs> uh, Cameron says, yoink. Terrence Huey has the first one, the Noid. Yep, that's the first correct answer. Scott says, the Noid. Cody Davis says, Tony the Tiger. Good, incorrect answer. Mark Chang Coco said they had a mascot. Yes, I did some recent research on it. And the idea for the Noid was that like Domino's also had the 30 minute guarantee that they could get a pizza to your house in 30 minutes or less. Otherwise it was like, for a while it was like, free or it was discounted or whatever and the noid was supposed to be all that it was always supposed to try and delay the pizza that was like the noids like objective and so he was kind of like a wily e. coyote type of character and um i don't know why that caught on it wasn't that great but like everyone was like obsessed with the noid it was amazing um aj Munn says i'm probably the youngest person here i tried watching wayne's world but i don't know i just couldn't watch it <laughs> yeah i think it's very much a period of the time I think like today's humor is very different than that. And so, um, yeah, I feel like if there were a new Wayne's world, it wouldn't be about public access. It'd be about a YouTube channel for sure. For sure. And I'm surprised we don't have that movie already. Where is that movie? We need that movie. Who would be in that movie? If there were a Wayne's world reboot, but with a YouTube channel, would it even be about me? It'd be about gaming for sure. It'd be for sure about gaming. Um, Sheila Booth would probably be the star. <laughs> um, for Vacation says, at least we're getting another Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure movie. Are we really? I didn't know that. That's amazing. Arnold Alanis says, Co, you are old. I am. I'm very old. I, I had a comment on, um, on YouTube the other day for um, the uh, Ultra Boost 20 uh, review that Ed Bud and I did together. And um, he was commenting. And I think it's funny when people comment as if I'm like a huge channel and that I don't actually read the comments. They talk about me like the third person or as if I'm not there. And the commenter was like, man, this guy's old. I'm like in high school and I run my miles in the seven minutes per mile. And I was like, that's cool. I'm 40. <laughs> so like, whatever. Um, it was pretty funny. Um, Tom A.K. says, Coe's only 38. That's very generous. I like it. <laughs> uh, Louis Becerra says, Naked Gun is also a funny movie. Yeah, I think I was a little bit too young for the Naked Gun. Um, but those movies are, are very classically funny in a, a very different kind of way. Like going back and watching Airplane Now, that would also be another good sequel movie to make or like a reboot to make. I don't know that they could pull it off now, but like um, to redo Airplane would be kind of funny. Ivan Ross says, favorite Gakuso. My favorite Gakuso is probably the Gakuso Turbo. Um, that one, it just looks like a, um, like a snow patrol shoe or something like that. It has like this like rugged speedy utilitarianism to it which i think looks awesome but i also think that's very different than what gyakuso typically um what he typically uh designs so it's a little bit of a departure i'm not a huge fan of the gyakuso next person it was it next percent that he did i'm not a huge fan of those i think it's mainly because i don't like puffy laces and those all have puffy laces and it's just a big turnoff arnold says pewdiepie 
Yeah, I think PewDiePie could be. And I mean, it'd be hard though because he has he keeps having like those brush brushes with Scandal, so that might be a little bit harder to do. But I guess what like mega YouTuber doesn't have those brushes with Scandal? But I think that like yeah, uh, uh, a Wayne's World reboot would be like PewDiePie's world, something like that. That'd be funny. Uh, Keyforcation says there is um, a Bill and Ted's reboot coming, or another Bill and Ted not a reboot, but another Bill and Ted's movie, and Keanu's in it. That's amazing. I love that Keanu Reeves is having like a, a re like a resurgence, like an act two to his, or I guess like an act three to his career. It's amazing. Let's see. Um, AJ Months is waiting for Top Gun two. Any opinions? I don't know. It's interesting. Um, that's a. I feel like that's a dangerous one to like do more of. I think it'll make a lot of money for sure. Um, you'll get definitely a lot of nostalgia ticket sales if there are ticket sales when it comes out. When is it supposed to come out? I don't know. Um, but like, hmm, I don't know. I, I'm worried about it. I feel like in order to make it kind of have mass appeal, it's not going to be that great. I'm worried. Uh, Greg calling me a boomer. <laughs> Uh, Shannon Sai said, did you say Airplane? Surely you have just become my favorite YouTube channel ever. Yeah, I think there's not enough references to Airplane um, in YouTube, maybe. But don't call me Shirley, <laughs> Scott says. <laughs> um, let's see, Austin Allison says, running is an old person sport. Running equals everything is sore. Old person equals everything is sore. Running equals old person. I like your algebra there. It works. All right, let's get to question number five. Um, going from nostalgia to the future. What country was the first pizza by drone delivery ever made? It wasn't the United States, by the way. So question number five for today. Uh, motivation theory says airplane is the best. Yeah, I, I do want to watch that again now. Is that on Netflix? I hope it is. Because if it is, I'm going to watch it. I wonder, I know there's parts of it that are not going to be like, even with today, under today's standards that are going to be safe for kids to watch. So I'll have to watch that some other time if I can find it. Steve Whitey says, says, don't call me Shirley. I say that every time a client calls the office for me and called Shirley. The guys in the office, uh, uh, <laughs> the guys in the office don't get it. It's funny. India, that's a good guess for the first drone delivery pizza. Uh, not it. Steve E76 says, UK, I think also a really good guess. Um, not it either. David Phillips says Japan. Yeah, I would think that too. But Luis Becerra has the correct answer with New Zealand. It was in Auckland, at least according to my quick Google search. All these answers are, are according to my quick Google search. So like, I could definitely be wrong on this, but the answer I'm looking for is New Zealand. In Auckland, there was a pizza delivery by drone. I'm wondering if there are different, like, FA, like not FAA, but whatever, the, like the New Zealand um, regula regulatory body for airspace. Um, that make it easier for that to happen, or if it was just like some franchisee in in New Zealand was like, "Dude, I'm gonna do this," and Domino's was like, "Cool." I don't know how that happened. I need to look into that further. But New Zealand is correct. Uh, Joseph Horn says Australia. Uh, I guess that's kind of close. Um, Arnold Eleni says probably shouldn't run in a tornado warning, right? Uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, KJ Mark 8773 says South Korea and like South Korea and Japan, I think could be good, good guesses. South Korea does have a really strong delivery culture. Um, I mean, you can get like bowls of noodles delivered from a dude on a moped in Korea. You can get anything delivered in Korea. 
Um, but I also feel like in those countries, like the, the population density in the cities is so high that like, I don't know how like the drones would be able to fly safely. Um, Cody Davis says UAE. Lee Wilson says Tokyo. Yan says Japan. Yeah. Uh, Luis Becerra says town of Wanga Paraoa. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Stevie 76 says Buffett will buy it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Can you... Oh man, can you imagine if like Warren, like Berkshire Hathaway bought Domino's and then like for the shareholders meeting, if you went, if you like you were a shareholder and went to the shareholders meeting, you get a pair of like Berkshire Hathaway, like Warren Buffett Ghost 12s or Ghost 13s, like if it's next year, and then like a pizza with Domino, like pepperoni shaped in Buffett's face. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, Terrence Wee says, Kofuzi, did you ever have Korean pizza? My wife is Korean, but said it's similar to Japanese, Japanese pizza which I've had mayo plus bulgogi. I have never had that before. I remember though, I mean, I haven't been to Korea since about 1990. So it's been a long time. And uh, maybe 1991, maybe 1992. I was like 12 or 13, I think. Not, not quite a teenager yet. Um, and I remember then there was pizza, but cheese in Korea at the time tasted funny. Even like processed cheese or American cheese. It's, it had a weird tang to it. And uh, Cody Davis says, you forgot the hype price. Yes, yeah, green pizza, mayo, purgoli, and hype price. <laughs> um, and uh, that's so funny. I just love the pun. I, that product, I'm going to see now um, like Korean pizza when I see hype price ads on Instagram now. Um, but like the cheese just tasted different. Like that, and that's one thing that I really miss. I, I, I lived there for a summer with my relatives. Like my parents came over for like two weeks and then like they left and then I just stayed in Korea with relatives um, for a while. And then after that, like I just really missed, that was the only thing I missed was the fast food. Um, like McDonald's, cause they had McDonald's, it tasted funny. They had like fast food places and they served kimchi there. And I was like, what is this? Why is this happening? I didn't understand it. Um, pizza had potatoes on it. Potatoes, is that still a thing in South Korea? I don't know. Um, um, so like, uh, it was just so weird, uh, pizza when I was over there, but I have, I don't know what the pizza situation is like in Korea anymore. I'm curious. Um, Vince C says, can you tip a drone? And, uh, uh, let's see. I, I, I think that you would probably, I don't know. I, I think it could really reduce, uh, prices on it. And Austin Allison says, says you can tip a drone if you sneak up on it. It's funny. My daughter and I have talked about self-driving cars a lot. My, my dream for my daughter is that she never has a driver's license. She might have a government ID, but never need to have a driver's license because there'll be self-driving cars. That's my dream. And that we could just get in a box, like the, like the four of us could get in a box uh, that drives itself. And we could just have a dinner table in, on the inside of it. And we could just have dinner and play board games and relax as we go to grandma's house for the weekend. And then my daughter's like, you know what they should have in that self-driving car, dad? They should have a pizza machine. Or in a taco machine. So we have pizza and tacos when we go to grandma's house. I'm like, you should invent that. The, like, I'm like, the world depends on you, my child. <laughs> um, Bachfam says, it'd probably be better now that you got, that you're older to go back and realize that was all, this, this was all awesome in Korea. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to go back. And I was thinking about going back because uh, I was going to go to the Olympics for, in Tokyo. And then, you know, once you're over there, it's, it's a 12 hour time difference, 13 hour time difference. So like by the time you're there, you can't just go for a weekend. So I was going to spend a couple of weeks there and try to visit some relatives and just go visit Korea for a little bit. And, um, 
experience some of that. But, you know, that's kind of out the window now. So, um, all right, let's get to the bonus question real quick uh, before we go. And someone had mentioned it earlier on, and it's related to that. Someone had mentioned taco pizza after like the first question. And so the bonus question today is going to be, what are the ingredients or what are the toppings of the Happy Joe's Taco Joe pizza? Yeah, showcase showdown, double points. Still don't win anything, but double points if you get this right. What are the ingredients on the Happy Joe's Taco Joe pizza? There are three kinds of taco pizzas, which I didn't realize. I just always thought it was taco pizza. But there are three kinds now of uh, taco pizzas. But the Taco Joe, like the regular Taco Joe, um, what are the ingredients of it? Arnold Allen says it's just a pineapple. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think we. I don't think it, sometimes we get some Iowans in here, and they usually know. Terrence who says mayo and bulgogi. No, the correct answer is mayo, bulgogi, and hype rice. <laughs> Joshua Payne says, "Goodness, I need to get out more." These questions all went over my head. Um, I mean, the taco pizza is like a, a little known. Like I would call it Iowa style pizza. The 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 dough is a little bit crust like crackerier. Of a, of a pizza dough. Um, I would say it kind of tastes like a dough that was made in a large, typically it tastes like a dough that was made in a, a large production facility and flash frozen and then defrosted when it gets put into a commercial pizza oven. That's kind of the flavor it has in terms of the crust. Um, but uh, other than that, it's sometimes cut into squares, sometimes cut into triangles. Taco Happy Joe's always cuts into triangles, but very small triangles. It's kind of meant more for sharing, akin to when you cut a pizza in squares. Um, the slices are always really small. Um, so you get like, if you got like normal eight, normally like eight slices from a regular pizza, I think you get 12 from a Happy Joe's pizza. But we got some good answers here. Louis Becerra says Doritos. And that's kind of close um, because crushed um, nacho flavored tortilla chips are, are on there. I don't think they're actually Doritos. That's why they don't say it's Doritos. Um, salsa and jalapeno are not on it. KJ Mark 8773 uh, says. Matthew Wenzel says, love. Who's been messing with, with the machine? Um, that's not uh, one of the answers. Although I'm sure they are made with love. Um, let's see. Lorenzo Caliento says, I am from Italy and taco pizza sounds strange. It is strange, um, but people love it. Uh, Terrence Sweet says ground beef, cheddar, and jack cheeses. Uh, the ground beef is correct um, based off of the uh, website listing, um, which I only go with the website listing because there's an ingredient in there that I'm not sure is in the ta taco pizzas that I've eaten. But it says uh, taco seasoned beef is one of the ingredients, sausage, um, but the sausage that comes on Happy Joe's pizza, it's like a ground beef, but like almost like a chorizo, but like um, without like the... Uh, like the chili pepper and like the um, chili powder seasoning on it. So it's kind of like that. So it's ground beef and sausage. The other ingredients are, um, I'm just hungry, man. I need to eat something now. So I'll go, I'll give you guys the answer. It's in addition to those two meats, you get uh, lettuce, tomatoes, and crushed taco chips is what they call it. But it's basically Doritos that are crushed up. Um, and it says refried beans, but I don't remember ever having actual refried beans on a a happy joe pizza i'm gonna have to ask my relatives about that um, but that's what it says on the website and it's served on the side kind of like how if you've eaten like papa john's you know you get the cups of like the garlic butter on the side on the side of a uh happy joe's pizza there is taco sauce not hot sauce but taco sauce which i'm not exactly sure what the difference is 
but it's Happy Joe branded taco sauce, that they sell enough of it that they've gone to a distributor and have their logo on these packets of hot sauce. It looks like a ketchup packet. And that is a taco pizza, what I would consider Iowa style pizza. So <laughs> I think that's a really great, great place to end it for today. Thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, humoring me with uh, Trivia Tuesday. Um, you know, I, I, I was doing this as an experiment, but I just feel like I don't know how we're going to top this Trivia Tuesday with any other subjects because that was pretty fun. I hope you guys had fun too. Um, and hope you guys stay safe on your runs out there. I'll be back on Instagram tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. or back here at 3 p.m. No trivia tomorrow. We'll do trivia again next week. Tomorrow, I think we'll just have a chat. I don't think there's going to be any um, specific uh, subject for it, but we'll just hang out. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys again. I had a lot of fun today, guys. See you guys tomorrow.